Hello, dear listeners. It is I, DJ Star Sage, coming to you once again from the Lady Demora. Of course, Her Majesty's carriage. Where else would I be? And it is a hazy Monday evening. But more importantly, it should be sunset soon, so the weather has shown us a springtime smile here in the wilds of western New York. We've reached a nice temperature of 62 out. And today, I finally managed to shed my last stages of winter weather gear. By the way, how are you? And what have you been up to? Hope you had a chance to enjoy a couple of days off. Maybe get together with friends. Maybe just catch your breath between moments of pandemonium. Over the weekend, hubby worked late at Grace Brothers. We were supposed to have an early afternoon, a late morning together. However, someone decided to spend all their time obsessing over our home theater. Now, it's easy to understand how you can get wrapped up, you can get tangled in research and just uh, having a good old time when it's your hobby, but when others are involved, well, therein lies the complication. You see, I wouldn't dream of tying up a co-host or guest because, well, that's just borrowed time. And maybe I'm being a little sarcastic, but (laughs) what's life without a good dash of salt? And uh, I most certainly would have preferred to have had some time together. But, uh, you know, other matters prevailed. And... I managed to spend my time at home getting a few household chores underway. Sunday was Mama Billy's birthday. We'd been trying to plan something over the past week or so, but with Hubby's unpredictable schedule at Grace Brothers, with his weighing responsibilities and uh, varying hours it was a little hard to coordinate something more ambitious so we ended up just picking up a few items for a simple meal together at mama's home and it was just the four of us it was mama billy Ginger, Hubby, and I. We brought Mama some flowers and a card. And 
she got to show off her new TV set. She, a couple of months before, had a, a mishap where she was doing some cleaning and her aging television set managed to tip itself over. Now, of course, nowadays TV sets are nothing but a thin panel, like a storm window, if you will, and uh, without a greater degree of delicacy or delicateness, it can easily topple like a house of cards. And that's just what happened in Mama Billy's case. She was doing some cleaning, trying her best to be delicate, and ended up with her TV on the floor. For a little while there, she was getting by with an older set, but decided to finally take advantage of a recent sale and got herself one of those newer smart TVs, the kind that everything you need is all in one neat tiny package and you can control everything with an app on your smartphone. Well, uh, good luck there, because even though I did manage to talk Mama into a smartphone a while ago, she barely uses it. And uh, she informed us that she purchased a nice little pair of headphones for some private listening because she she lives in qu- close quarters with other seniors. You see, she lives in an assisted living community. And it would seem that those walls are paper thin. Or at least when one's adult daughter is living there more often than not. Uh, It doesn't matter that it is quote-unquote mama's house. She bends to her company. And so she spent a little bit more than she should have for a headphone system that plugs into the television so that she could watch TV without disturbing others. In other words, it turns the sound off on the TV. Now, for those of you who might not be aware, if you have any of those streaming boxes, why, we personally have a Roku or two. If you have a smartphone, you can actually run the Roku app on your smartphone and wear a pair of hands-free wireless Bluetooth headphones, and this will function the same way as one of these overpriced gadgets that separates the sound from the display. So next time you want to watch TV off of your Roku, and you don't want to disturb your your partner or your guest who's over, just uh, fire up the old app on your smartphone and put on a pair of headphones and uh, you'll be listening in quiet in no time while watching your favorite show. I quite enjoy it. And uh, even though 
some of the newer Rokus have a headphone jack on their remote. The batteries on those remotes seem to drain quite quickly, as opposed to your smartphone, which of course you're going to recharge at least once a day anyways. So aside from the newer TV, we introduced her to a couple of programs that uh, were new to her. We like the comedy stylings of Vicki Lawrence, and I may have mentioned previously that there is a show on, I believe it's Fox, starring herself, uh, Leslie Jordan, Martin Mull, and David Ogden's, or not David Ogden's tears, <laughs> David Allen Greer, called The Cool Kids. It's about life in a senior community, and uh, there are hijinks, of course. But uh, we introduced Mama Billy to that, and she thoroughly enjoyed it as it, uh, it somewhat mirrors the reality she's in these days. Also uh, took a peek at the uh, series available on Hulu, the British show, that I mentioned during the latest Matinee Minutia. At the end of each episode of Matinee Minutia, we have a segment called What's on Your Snack Tray? And uh, we give you some recommendations based on our recent viewings. There is a 2017 British show called Harlots, H-A-R-L-O-T-S, and it's about sex workers in the late 1700s, so the time just before America became a country. And I caught just a few minutes of the first episode as I wasn't quite sure what I was in for, but perhaps I I shouldn't have uh, decided to watch it on Mama's TV. <laughs> well, let's just say there isn't quite full frontal, but you might have seen some behind. Uh, anyways, so after she showed us her new TV and we had a nice meal together, we had a nice slice or two, because, you know, it's the weekend, it's a cheat day, of a lemon blueberry bundt cake. Quite yummy. And uh, we discussed her recent visit with her niece who had come in from out of state as a recent gift to mama from her niece was one of those DNA tests. Now, I know what you're thinking. Those people sell your information. Well, if you're careful and you pay attention to detail, there are some that are better than others. In this case, Mama Billy went ahead and accepted the gift and did the test. But having done the test myself, folks, and this was years ago now, I should let you know it's safe to say that you should be aware that if you are not one who is interested in genealogy normally, your family tree, your family history, the most you really can hope for by doing those tests is to find out your family's background, their heritage. For example, I found out that 
My lineage is essentially somewhere in the neighborhood of 30% Irish and English. And of course, I knew that there was some French, German, and Sweden there. But that's what you find out from your genetic makeup. Now, it will also match you up with others who've taken the test and will tell you if you have ancestors in common. However, if the other person who has taken the test has not done any of the research and you choose to contact that person through this website, they are not going to have a clue how the two of you are related because the test will only put you in touch with others who are a similar match and is not going to fill in the work for you. That is still something that you need to do on your own, so don't expect to have everything spelled out for you. But I myself found it quite interesting as it helped me to uh, discover a distant cousin or two that I wasn't aware of. But again, if they don't fill out the information, it's a guessing game. And unfortunately, many who are online with services like this, Ancestry.com in particular, are folks who are very self-conscious, who are very overprotective of their privacy, and don't bother logging into the website after they've taken the test. So it's sort of like uh, signing up for a dating site for the free trial and never going back again. Yeah, unless you're an active user and the other person is too, it's really a guessing game. And although Mama Billy was hesitant to explore her family's past. Thankfully, Hubby and I did manage to talk her into the possibility of meeting one of her distant cousins. Years ago, when I first began my research, when I had a paid membership, I explored Hubby's family tree, and he was contacted by a person who could be a distant cousin. And now through the magic of medical science, we've learned through Mama Billy's test results that this is in fact a blood relation. At first she had no interest in doing this, but I said to her, Mama, what if this person is like yourself, a senior, and they have no family left to speak of? What if this person's ambition in doing this test was just simply to someday meet another of their cousins and talk about their grandparents with you? This got her to thinking and she was open to suggestion once I provided a boost of support and said, if you two agree to meet, I will go with you. I will be your chaperone on your potential cousin meetup if you should decide to break bread. So wouldn't that be exciting? Okay, folks, stay tuned for the second half of this program. And so ends another week. Did you finish off your to-do list? 
Did you clear your plate? Hopefully, your boss took it easy on you as it got closer to Friday. And uh, hopefully you have something to look forward to, or had something to look forward to as the show is coming out a little late. We had an overnight guest in town. Hubby's bestie, Tommy, dropped by Chateau Star Sage. And uh, the last couple of days of the week were spent getting some spring cleaning underway. You know, it's like uh, having a discarded thought, a stray cobweb in the corner. We had a few affairs to clear up before we opened the door to our version of a B&B. And, well, as the week rounded out, yours truly managed to sneak some time in with some relaxation. I fired up the old gaming console and got my copy of No Man's Sky on PlayStation. It's a game I may have talked about a moment ago. Sorry. I record these a few days apart. But uh, it's a sci-fi adventure where you have crash-landed on a planet and you need to affect repairs on your craft. But it's a bit of a scavenger hunt as you have to find elements that will help you get those repairs underway. And a special thanks goes out to Frequency of the Gay Wasteland, for it was his fuzzbear that uh, lended a helping hand with that. I posted on one of my message boards that I participate in for gaming, and apparently Frequency recognized the game as being one that he played in his, uh, his gamer cave, his gaming room. And so that was certainly appreciated because one of the problems that you run into when you play games is when you find out that game is available on multiple systems, and uh, despite the main storyline primarily being the same, there are little changes based upon the system that the game is on, and sometimes it can make for a different playing experience. So uh, the Fuzzbear gave me a couple of tips that helped me figure out how to get unstuck from that part of the game. So certainly a big hug and thanks go out to him. And of course to Frequency for passing on the message. And uh, when we got to Friday at the candy shop, we sometimes have a, a weekly, <laughs> depending on who you ask, that's spelled either W-E-E-K-L-Y or W-E-A-K-L-Y. We have a weekly team meeting, and we managed to actually have one this week, and uh the latest lady in charge, our manager, 
we'll call her Kelly. Kelly, and apologies to any of you ladies out there who may actually be Kelly, but Kelly has it in her head that she's the the big wig, the new head cheese, and despite the fact that she's never worked in our industry before, she feels that she has uh, some of what it takes to make decisions. I suppose that's maybe why they think they should pay her the big bucks, but uh, anyways, Kelly decided that uh, yours truly, despite my years with the company, should be required to pitch in, to go below decks and row with the rest of the folks and uh, do entry-level work. Now, I'm not quite sure if this means that our counterpart in the South isn't quite up to the muster. I'm not sure that they'd be willing to admit that. But they've asked me to do something that I thought was behind me. Not beneath me, behind me. Meaning that I spent a number of years, I'd say at least a decade, in a call center environment, receiving phone calls, being the front line. And if any of you have served in the military, let's say, for example, it's understandable that you might have gained some experience that makes you, well, stressed. And we call that nowadays post-traumatic stress. Um, a generation or two ago, we might have called that shell shock. But uh, I am not quite fond of being the first person to answer the telephone when it comes to a customer service type environment because, uh, well, you are just opening yourself to all sorts of possibilities, mostly being someone's free therapy because they will jump on you. So, with that being said, I was none too plussed to be told that shortly I will be asked to pitch in because that means now that instead of being able to listen to whatever I would like, enjoy my random alternations between podcasts, classical music, and audiobooks, that I will now be having to hear the nattering, the buzzing, the chewing of their faces of disgruntled people who can't follow simple instructions. And I say that purely from a work perspective. In uh, my personal life, in my private life, I seem to have a, a little bit more patience because, well, <laughs> you might buy me a drink. You, uh, you know, might uh, treat me to lunch or coffee. But uh, in the work environment, uh, it's all part of the service, they say. So, my uh, dear, sweet peer, my coworker Elise, who joins me for lunch now and then, and we go out for coffee, 
often sits next to me in these team meetings and uh, she was both awestruck and envious of my reception of the news. Well, let, let's just say I could have reenacted one of Jack Nicholson's scenes from The Shining. But I kept that all on the inside, sort of like Robin Williams in The Birdcage, providing direction on choreography. You know, you keep all of this attitude on the inside. And uh, had I have been my brother Jughead, I might have put a hole in the wall. But instead, I nearly broke my favorite coffee mug. So, uh... (laughs) There are consequences to our actions, and so that is why, like a Vulcan, I try to keep things in check. But, uh, anyways, that is something on the horizon, and uh, I'm sure before long I will have learned to stomach the reality with... Just a little more pepper in my tea, perhaps. A little spoonful of sugar, as they say. Well, let's see. What else did we have going on? Well, as the week wound down, hubby ended up with some time off from work. And that is certainly thanks to his uh, his lady boss at Grace Brothers there, Josie. Josie is a kind soul and a a single mother of two and uh, hubby has been under her wing for oh I want to say at least eight years and one could argue actually that it was she who was under hubby's wing since he's been with the company longer but the two work well together and uh, it's one of those scenarios where or environments where she's basically his work wife and the same could be said of my friend Elise but uh, certainly the time off was welcome as with the early hours he's been having to put in and long hours and unpredictable schedule hubby was needing an escape he was needing some rest to get his head above water as with the amount of allergies, food allergies he has, it's difficult to observe healthier eating when you're in a stressful situation, especially in a retail environment where there's an abundance of caffeine and sugar. And uh, I recently ran into a cousin of mine, and I'll talk about this more in my next episode, uh, who has similar allergy issues. And um, it was very encouraging to hear her say that she recently celebrated three months without having sugar. And uh, I applauded her because, you know, as you would with a friend who might be in a recovery from a substance abuse situation, anytime people make life changes, there's... A, uh, an adjustment period, a difficulty, a, a handicap, you might say, if you play a sport, uh, although I'm not quite sure that's the politically correct term these days, a learning curve to adjust your habits. And uh, I shared with her the fact that I normally have to keep 
uh, my money, my debit card, tucked away without being in arm's reach during the workday because, you know, this day and age, those vending machines, they take plastic. So it's like going to the slot machines. Although you're not quite the winner when you're the one feeling like crap and you did it to yourself. So uh, as we rounded out the week and went into the weekend, we had our overnight guest, which was hubby's bestie, Tommy. He came through town down from Fort Maple in the great white north. And we had a nice little visit. It was brief. It was a couple of days, and uh, we enjoyed watching a film with Chris Pratt that's a couple of years old now. It's a science fiction film called Passengers, and it was actually sort of a, a drama set in space, as although there was a fair amount of beauty, and I don't mean the bear behind of Mr. Chris Pratt, although that is present, uh, there was a nice bit of of graphics in the film, a nice bit of technology. There is beautiful astronomy, a beautiful space scenes, beautiful high-tech looking starship. And it had a an interesting story. Basically in Passengers, Chris Pratt is in hibernation. He's a member of a vast uh, crew complement, or rather passenger complement, being transported to another star system to colonize a new world. And uh, this is all commercialized in this time. It's the future, although I'm not quite sure how far in the future, I would assume at least 100 or two years from present day. But uh, he learns after awakening early due to a mishap on the ship that uh, he isn't the, the high class high-paid passenger that others are, so he doesn't get some of the creature comforts like you would flying first class or business class. But it was a, a fun film, very beautiful with the cinematography, and I want to say that Simon Pegg of recent Star Trek fame and uh, featured as the bartender in this film and certainly it seems that the person who directed this may have been a Stanley Kubrick fan because the bar in the starship looked a little like the gold room in The Shining. And if you'd like to hear more about The Shining, of course, you can go back to our December episode of Matinee Minutia, starring our guest Brenda Boo of Lotzel. But uh, that is how my week ended out. So... Hopefully you had a chance to get together with loved ones, and if you didn't have weekends off or don't have weekends off, hopefully you had a chance to catch your breath between moments of pandemonium. You can tweet me on Twitter at DJStarsage and email me at DJStarsage at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net.